This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good morning, crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto. Mario, also known as the Node Defender, is joining us. We've got Jackie, the crypto juggernaut, joining us later in the episode, so I am very excited. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how Sam Bankman fried's messages were released last night, exposing how he truly feels about the FTX collapse, telling the world, F the regulators, they make everything worse. MasterCard CEO is bullish on the adoption of crypto, telling the world this is bigger than the internet. While speaking at the Ripple Swell Conference on Wednesday, while the vice president of central bank engagement explains how the XRPL was built for central bank digital currencies, stating endless use cases are yet to be utilized. The CFTC chair is calling for international regulation on cryptocurrencies, doing his best to centralize this market. As BitBoy Crypto continues to expose the game, showing our listeners how the SEC blatantly ignored a warning sign about an impending FTX collapse. And what do Janet Yellen, Mark Zuckerberg, and the president of Ukraine have in common? We show our listeners, and we prepare as this digital revolution is built to shift generations. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So Johnny Crypto, I saw you holding up that rat snake weasel sign and it's very fitting for this episode. We got 117 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're going to bring all the relevant information. And the topic of this episode was Ripple CBDC news. So pretty exciting episode, Johnny. Before we dive into that, what's on your mind? Well, you asked what they had all in common. So the first thing that came to my mind was the, the rat snake weasels. But nonetheless, hopefully everybody's doing well out there. Good morning to all the warrior maniacs out there. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys for showing up every single day like true warriors. I love it. Uh, great to see our man Mario here. I, you know, miss you, Mario. I haven't seen you that often. So I'm super excited to get started. I just can't wait to hop into it. We got the no defender in the building. Mario, thank you for being here. Always excited to see you. How are you feeling, my friend? 
Feeling awesome. Good morning, everyone. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, uh, miss you guys as well. Miss you, Johnny. Miss you, Abs. It's good to be back. I know that I'm not on these uh, these days so much, but hopefully, you know, we make it worth it. Oh, I think we got him. Did we lose him there for a second? Either way, we're going to start this show off the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. Go smash that follow button. We love talking to you. The Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index has moved another single point this morning, Johnny Crypto, sitting at a flat 20 in extreme fear. But when we check out the crypto bubbles, we got a familiar name on here. HBAR is pumping 4.9% this morning, which is not even pumping, but pretty exciting, I guess. The total coin market cap is $824 billion this morning. Bitcoin is 38% dominance. Ethereum is 17%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 16500 Ethereum, 1200 XRP is $0.38. Cents. Cardano is $0.32. Cents. Cosmos, $10, Algorand, $26, and Quant is $115. So nothing too exciting happening in the market this morning. But Johnny Crypto, I'd love to know, what are you watching, my friend? Uh, you know, the, the kind of the, the usual suspects, you know, I'm keeping, although I will say I'm definitely keeping my eye on Solana because, I mean, seeing at these prices, I want to see if there's another leg to drop down. Are we going to be able to stabilize in this 12, 13 range? Because, again, we know, that there's a lot, a lot, there was a lot of money behind it. Now, it might have all been fake money. <laughs> it might have been all of uh, uh, Sam Fried, bank friend, whatever, fraud man. Fraud man, I'm going to call him fraud man for now. It might have been fraud man's money that was behind it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We're going to see if that's going to be able to kind of, there it is. It's going to be able to rise from the ashes or is it all dead? But it seems to be holding, you know, a nice level of support here around 13. So very interesting. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. What is interesting here is that if you check out this price chart, we're sitting on a level of support that was right before the bull run back in 2021. This $13 range seems to be that last solid level of support. And we could dip. If we break down, we could see a 3 to $4 Solana. So we're talking about some dangerous price levels here. But Mario, yeah. I'd love to hear what you're watching this morning. We've got a bunch of news prepared for our listeners. But typically during the bear market, we go through a 90% regression in the first 9 to 12 months. And that's exactly what we've completed here in 2022. We're comparing the price chart from 2014 through 2016 to 2020 and 2022. So this is pretty interesting, Mario. Look at what happens after a bear market. But how are you feeling and what are you watching, my friend? Yeah, it's certainly uh, history has a tendency to, to rhyme, right? It's not exactly repeating, but it has a tendency to rhyme. Um, I'm watching a lot of the same. Yeah, nothing's really changed for me. I'm, I'm still on the sidelines. I'm trying to... I'm trying to see where the market's going to go over the next few weeks. It's very uncertain. I know that there's a lot of people that are calling for, for lower lows. Um, I always have a tendency to not really go along that route when I hear a lot, so many people say, oh, we're going low, we're going lower. Because, you know, the sentiment tends to, tends the opposite tends to happen to the sentiment. So I'm just keeping an eye at the moment. I mean, if I miss these lows, then that's okay. But, um, you know, I don't want to miss, I don't want to buy now and then we end up going lower. So I'm just keeping an eye on the market for, for the time being. So you you are saying you think we're going lower? You well, do agree I, with everybody. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just judging where you put your money. Go ahead, tell me the truth. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, of course, I do you feel believe like we're we, going lower. Yeah, I feel like we may be going lower just because of all okay. everything that's happening in the space. You know, uh, FTX. I feel like there's some some. Uh, I feel like there's some players that are hurting that we haven't found out about yet. So that could cause you know uh, a catalyst for for prices to go lower, but it may not. So we just so have you don't to you don't think this is a good time to DCA though? It is absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's an, it's not even an argument here. We are down eighty percent from the all time high. And when we talked about if we saw sixteen thousand dollar Bitcoin, 
All these people who are telling you to run away right now were the same people who were trying to buy it in November of 2021 at $69,000. Johnny Crypto, Mario brought up something important, which is that we could see another leg down. And that's always the feeling during a bear market, right? You're never going to say, oh, this is certainly the bottom here. But one of the things that we've addressed before is the things that indicate a market bottom. And typically, you get a major collapse like FTX, which drives the whole market down. We've completed that. So I'd like to know what you're seeing, Johnny. Well, you also get another thing. You get the feeling of puking and vomiting. Like, ah, you know, you want to throw up that kind of a feeling, you know, when you look at your account and a lot of people are feeling that you get messages from your friends and your family members. I'm getting messages every day. The other day, yes, I got a message saying, is crypto dead? My buddy says, is crypto over? You know, everybody's seeing all this news. And the problem is 99% of the people don't pay attention. Like they're not deep into it. They don't understand it. They don't do the homework like we do, right? So they're just a superficial investors, right? So they're just in it. Um, and they're and because they're only paying attention at, at the very, very top of the trees, the minute they, they get rattled a little bit and they hear what they see on TV, and the TV is always going to scare you, right? I mean, all you hear is the crypto market's a scam. Watch Fox News or watch any news channel. They talk about crypto's a scam, crypto's fake now. It's, you know, fraudmen's in the news every single day. So everybody and their mother is so panicked. So I said to my friends, I said, guys, this is the best time to buy. There's almost no better time to buy when everybody when everybody in the world is is freaking out on this thing. This is means we're pretty close to the bottom. Like Morris, I don't know exactly where the bottom is, but you know how I always tell you you want to be buying at the 80, 20 levels, 80 percent of the bottom, 20 percent of the top. We're probably somewhere in that 80 percent of the bottom. So even if we go a little lower, whether you buy Bitcoin at 16 or 12, is it going to matter when it's 80? Not very much, my friend. And check out this graphic right here because it's comparing what happened to Bitcoin to the internet in the 1990s. You can see that the internet may be a passing fad. The internet is doomed. A collapse is predicted. We're going through the exact same thing in 2022. So, Johnny, before we dive into our Ripple Swell news for today, you lived through this event. I'd love to get some of your comments here. Do you believe this is the exact same situation or what are some of the different variables here between the crypto adoption versus the internet? It's almost identical, <laughs> almost. And it's just like, you know, you guys, we talk about all the time on the show, history repeats itself, but it's similar, right? This is exactly how it's played. So they roll through this whole thing, pump it all up, crash the damn thing. We had the dot-com bubble. It was like, oh my God, it's came over. And now million years and multimillionaires and billionaires were built out of that. And I would have been one of them if I wasn't a dumbass and sold my Amazon, right? So the reality is, the 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 it's in the makings and we're sitting there in the makings of something big right now and the question is are you going to have the patience not you guys but you in general meaning the whole world who's ever invested in crypto are you going to have the patience to stick it out and i know my friends and family if it wasn't for me they'd all be out already they already told me they'd all be out i'm like calm down take it easy you know go have a go have a nice nap enjoy the breath go outside enjoy to take a deep breath everything's going to be okay but they'd be selling they'd be out already if it wasn't so if you don't have a friend or a family member that understands it like we do and that's why I'm saying this because all you guys out there all you warrior maniacs you guys are like us you all believe in this you know it you have to be the catalyst to support your friends and family right now cuz they're all going to fold like 2 dollar bills so this freaking guy Jeremy Jeremy go read the text i sent you Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And we're going to play this really cool clip. And then we'll go to Mario for some quick comments because we're about to show you a clip from the 2008 housing crisis and how the banks got greedy and this thing went down. This is extremely similar to what's taking place today with the value of our cash. We got over 200 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. I think you guys are going to love this clip. Oh, I get it. He's playing us. He's playing us. He's got too much skin in the game and he's dumping his position. What if he's right? You want him to be right. Yes, I do. 
The banks have given us 25% interest rates on credit cards. They have screwed us on student loans that we can never get out from under. Then this guy walks into my office and says, those same banks got greedy, they lost track of the market, and I can profit off of their stupidity. Fuck, yeah, I want them to be right. How come you don't hate this guy? He's everything you taught us. Johnny Crypto, I freaking love that video because it reminds me of exactly what the Federal Reserve did in 2020. They printed us into oblivion and the people in crypto were like, we can capitalize off the devaluation of our dollar by buying some of these assets that are very unknown at the time. When I first entered crypto, tons of speculation about how real a lot of these projects were. Little did we know a 2021 bull run was coming and that's exactly how I feel about 2025. What do you think about this video here? And then we'll kick it to Mario. You know, it's one of those things where I was telling a friend yesterday, they were like all pissed off there, the market. So I said, listen, and, and Fraudman was on TV. They were talking about something about, you know, how he took the FTX down. I said, listen, you guys, one day, I said, see that guy right there? You know, Fraudman with the curly hair, all geeky, talking to some news reporter. I said, you're going to want to thank Fraudman because because of Fraudman, we're able to buy Bitcoin at 15K right now. So so at the end of the day, like right now, everybody's pissed off at Fraudman. Frankly, to be honest with you, I'm kind of, I'm not grateful. Don't get me wrong. I don't like what the rat snake weasel did. All I'm saying is because of what Fraudman did, that's his new name now to me, Fraudman. Because he did that, he took the whole goddamn market down and gave us all an opportunity to buy at much lower prices. So right now, that's why I'm DCA. And, you know, because for me, it's like I'm almost grateful in a sense. Again, not that people lost their money. I'm very disappointed that that happened. And he's, but the reality is now that it did, what's the next best thing you can do? Take advantage of the situation in DCA. Thanks to Frogman. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And we got Jackie joining the live stream right now. Jackie, I'd love to give you a chance for just some quick introductions. If the internet is bugging out on you, we're going to play a really interesting video from MasterCard yesterday. So how are you feeling, Jackie? Thank you for being here. And just as I predicted, we got some... Uh, can you guys hear? Can you guys hear me? No, not really. So we're going to play this quick video for our listeners here. This is the Ripple. This is the MasterCard CEO speaking at the Ripple Swell Conference yesterday, talking about how this, this revolution is bigger than the internet. So we're going to let this short clip play and go to the group for some comments. Here we go. You've been very vocal about, you think this is as transformative crypto as the internet was in the late 90s when it first came uh, into the The internet was a distributed network that allows people to transmit information. And blockchain is a distributed network that allows people to store and transfer ownership assets. I have the conviction for that vision to realize itself. The financial industry needs to come aboard. There is no other way. There is no other way for blockchain and these business models to go Mario, and the first thing that comes to mind there is the fact that regulation is going to have to be involved for traditional finance to want to enter this market. And we had some of the largest names on the planet speaking at Ripple's event yesterday, Bank of America, MasterCard, Amazon Web Services, and a lot of them made some very bullish statements about the currency XRP. Believe it or not, we're going to show some videos later on in the episode talking about how CBDCs well, they were built to be integrated into the XRPL. But before we dive into that, I'd love to get some of your thoughts. What do you think about MasterCard CEO stating this is bigger than the internet because it's better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the way he described it was perfect. You know, it's bigger because now we can bring in value to the uh, to to the blockchain, right, to the internet, and that's what it really starts to uh, to explode. But it, you know, it, it we're going through a phase right now that just like we were discussing before about how crypto is seen as this. Uh, space that you don't want to be in because it's a scam. Is it dead? Is it, has it gone to zero? And 
Um, I know that you guys have been showing this video from Kevin O'Leary. You know, Kevin O'Leary said that we needed this to happen as much as he didn't want it to happen. We needed the space needed an event like this to kind of reset, right? We knew that we know that the last two years were extreme greed. There was a bunch of projects that had no fundamentals, no utility, meme coins, etc. And uh, yeah, the space needed a reset. We know that this has potential and I'm super excited for the space, but it does look like regulation and we, I hope we get the good kind of regulation. But um, either way, there needs to be some kind of centralized control so that, just like he said, for the banks to come on board, there needs to be some kind of centralized control. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to happen. And we're about to play a great video for our listeners here. Mario brought up something very important, which is that Kevin O'Leary predicted this collapse. Well, now he's doubling down on his support of Sam Bankman-Fried. So I'm going to play a short clip here. We'll go back to the group for some comments. It's a Yes, exactly. If SPF knocked on your door again and said, look, I failed in my last venture. Uh, I have a new crypto venture. I need money. Would you back him? No one's asked me yet. So we can have it. They turn into fluff pieces. Don't have to ask me how. That's a great question. No one's asked me yet. I think we can all admit, you, you can love him or hate him given what's happened, but he was one of the most brilliant traders in the crypto universe. He also built one of the most robust platforms. We used FTX actively. It was a very robust platform. Right. There is one reporter and only one reporter. I won't say. Johnny Crypto, we're going to play another clip later in the episode showing clearly how the SEC actually got reports about FTX impending collapse. And they decided to not address them because they were focused on the Kim Kardashian lawsuit at the time. It's unbelievable where these people's priorities are. But what do you think about that clip? Kevin O'Leary is continuing su to support Sam regardless of the $8 billion that he stole. I'm almost speechless. I mean, <laughs> I got to say, like, Kevin O'Leary is supposed to be a smart guy, right? And, I, and I'm just really surprised. Like, okay, so let's say the guy built a nice platform, okay? The reality is, look at what he did. He did it because he had a bunch of free money. He printed money out of – he was a central bank. He printed money out of free – listen, here, here's, why, here's why I'm kind of disappointed in this statement. If I went out and I printed and created $10 billion or $20 billion of fake money, guess what? I'd build a goddamn good platform, too. And I'd be a pretty good damn smart investor, too, because I have $20 billion of money that's not real that I can invest in a bunch of different places. So to me, for him to say that, I don't understand how you even can say that this guy is good. Give anybody $20 billion. Okay, some of them are going to lose it. But the reality is you're going to make some good investments. So I don't get it. I was really, really stunned by such a smart man like Mr. Wonderful to say such a stupid thing. And to me, it's just really weird. But I don't know. That's just my two cents. It's interesting because I liked, I used to like to think of Mr. Wonderful as one of the honest players in this market. One of the reasons is because we're both Lebanese. So I like to believe that. But no, Mr. Wonderful does not seem like he can be trusted. In the red, Abs. He's like, I got him in the red. I got Mario, him. we're about to play a clip for our listeners here, a really interesting one, talking about how the SEC denied many of the allegations that were going on. And they actually didn't even acknowledge many of the reports coming out of FTX. So we're going to let this short clip play and then go back to the group. I'll give, no, no, I'll give you everything that's already out there. Um, we have a lot more, all right? So yeah. we've also contacted the SEC many times. Um, SEC never got back to us. Now, months ago, not now. No, we, we, if we, we contacted the SEC to tell them this is their, they're trading fake coins. How many times did you send material to the SEC? May 2000, October 2001, October, November, and December 2005, then again, June 2007, and finally, April 2008. So five separate sec submission 
Shout out to Angelina five times, Johnny K. But oh, is Angelina? Things- she out there five times? Five nah, times. she's not out there. But one of the things that I thought was funny, Mario, is that there's nothing new under the sun, right? We're seeing the same cycles happen over and over again. And we had the same warning signs during 2008 before the housing implosion. We're getting the same signs around the cryptocurrency market and the value of our cash in particular. I'd love to get some comments from you. And then we're going to roll into our articles for today. What does this clip mean to you, my friend? Yeah, it looks like history is rhyming again, right? Like, like we were discussing earlier, it's... I mean, it's crazy though. Like it, it, this, this is all, this is all happening by design. It's all happening for a reason. And we're going to see that we're going to see that play out very soon within the next few months. We're going to see exactly what, what this, uh, you know, what this all uh, symbolizes at the end of the day. And it's just crazy to see it play out like this. I mean, Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, Johnny, I can't believe he's, I don't know. <laughs> that was so bad. So bad. I couldn't believe to, to hear. I couldn't believe when I heard what he said, it's just, it's just really bad. Thank you, Mario. And we're about to show some breaking text messages from Sam Bankman-Fried. These are relatively new, but I think our listeners should definitely understand where his head is at when we're talking about the collapse of FTX. So FTX technically wasn't gambling with their money. FTX just loaned their money to Almeida, who hadn't been gambling their money and then lost it. You do realize that it's a big deal because you didn't realize how much money it was. Sam replied and said, I also thought Almeida had enough capital to reasonably cover it. The reporter then replied, I get how you could have gotten away with it, but I guess that seems sketchy even if you did get away with it. He, Sam claims it was never his intention, and sometimes life just creeps up on you. One of the things, <laughs> one of the things that was released in these text messages uh, yeah, was okay. Sam Bank and Freed said that he tried to work with regulators, but every time they had those conversations, things only seemed to get worse. So I'm going to pull those screenshots up. But Johnny, what do you think about Sam's loss of fun? Oh, God, please. Look at this bullshit excuse to saying that he didn't know it got away from it. All right, we're talking about you got $8 billion under management and you don't know where it is or what's going on. Get the hell out. Another rat snake weasel for sure at the top of the chart. He, he Actually, I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it was possible to top Kramer, but we actually now Frogman has absolutely topped Kramer. There's no question about it. It's really interesting that he would even do a video with Vox over the internet because obviously if you're going to type these DMs, there's a chance they get released. But the former CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, made a number of eyebrow-raising statements in his interview through DMs with Fox. He responded saying a month ago, he was one of the greatest fundraisers on the planet and now I've fallen into one of the worst. Another comment he had was F the regulators. He said when the exchange's lobbying efforts had been mostly public relations, they make everything worse and they only make it more complicated. Mario, we should have seen many of these signs and it's easier to say things were coming after they've happened, but we had many indicators here from Sam. What does it mean to you that he's now saying F the regulators when he had been working with them for nearly nine months? Yeah. uh, The one thing that was just coming to mind and I want to ask Johnny a question. Do you think there's any chance that through just his exploding growth, right? He came out of nowhere. FDX kind of came out of nowhere, uh, you know, 2019 or 2020, whenever they started exploding growth. And then because of leadership decisions, do you think that maybe he really didn't know what was going down? <laughs> no, absolutely not. This whole thing was a house of cards from Dick Mara. He printed fake money right from the get-go. He created the FTX. The FTX was backed by nothing. Right. And then they went and bought USDT with it. And they went and loaned it out. That's a scam right from the very beginning, right? So he he was sitting on a pile of fake money, house of cards, that at some point in time you know is going to collapse. So to me, yeah, no, I, I think it was planned. I honestly believe I could be wrong, but I think it was planned from day one, Mario. And it, it's, it's funny, Abs. He's sitting here saying, F the regulators. Are you kidding me? The regulators are the ones who let him got away with it. 
Didn't you say somebody reported them and they didn't even go after them? Paid actors, my friends. It's a problem reaction solution situation. One of the reasons they're going to try to combat corruption is through regulation of regular retail investors. It makes no sense. But yeah. it's like we said, there's yeah. a reason we're showing all the 2008 clips. We've seen it before and we'll see it again. The coins that survive regulation are going to be the ones that create millionaires and billionaires in this market. We got three. Uh, what'd you there say? Is, right there is the answer. The market yep. asked the question. This is why, see, certain people hate to say it. But, you know, until they prove me wrong, I don't think this guy's going to spend a single day in jail. He's probably just chilling on an island with his feet in the water and his chopper. And the reason why I asked you that question, Johnny, is because you know that and you just explained it the way you did. So how come the regulators are supposed to be people that understand the law better than any of us? How come they're not taking any action? How come they didn't take any action? You know the answer. I'm not going to say it. You know the answer. You know yeah. why. Everybody knows why. Right. Everybody knows where, 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 where. You guys want to decide where where does uh that where does he fall on this chart? The head of the, the you know where, he, where he Mario. Falls. I think one of the answers to your questions could be who is who is paying these people's bills, and if you're getting paid by somebody, you're probably not going to go after them. So one of the interesting things is that eight, it, it's over eighty nine percent of Bernie Madoff's money wow. went to the Democrats, ninety two percent of Jeffrey Epstein's, ninety two percent of Harvey Weinstein's, and Sam Bankman Fried. Ninety nine percent of his political donations went to the Democrats. And then you asked, why is Gary Gensler not going after certain projects? Maybe because <laughs> these projects are paying his bills. Johnny Crypto floor is yours. Yeah, follow the money. Follow, follow the money, baby. That's what it is. Just follow the money. And at the end of the day, you know, did you just play a video where the cop reported, what was it, made off eight times to the SEC before finally something? Eight times. Not even five times. Eight times. Come on. Why does it take eight times? Why does it take eight years? You know, that's, these are the questions you got to ask yourself. So you just got to say, are the are why our systems are failing? The things that have been put in place to protect us and protect the, the environment, or society, you know, the investing community, the SEC, and all those. When they're not working, there has to be some accountability, Abs and Mario. And the reality is, I don't see the accountability. Do you? Where is the accountability? Johnny, That's there's no accountability because all the world is a stage, my friend. I believe that a lot of these people who are pretending to be to the matrix, they're moving us in the same direction. And what direction is that? A more regulated market, a market that's controlled by centralized currencies and a market that's controlled by the largest institutions like BlackRock and JP Morgan. We got 250 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're about to show you another video only building on the point that Johnny Crypto just made. Here we go. It's a little bit of a, I see this across the regulatory system and I've been, I've spent 40 years on both sides of this equation. I've been in regulation and I've been regulated and this gotcha situation where we go back and invent a new way to look at things and don't provide adequate notice. And then we play gotcha and we have people essentially paying fines for something they didn't know about for years previously. It happens over at the SEC on steroids. <laughs> It's not fair to the system. Should we pause it there, Johnny Crypto? I mean, that clip pretty much speaks for itself. He talks about the corruption going on in the United States government. It's highlighted in the SEC. And we all love Gary Gensler, but one of the things we know is who's paying his bills. We just highlighted that for you. Floor is yours, right off. Well, good for this guy. Good for him for coming out and saying that. Who's that? Mr. Hill. Good for him. Hope he wins. You know, you need guys to come and speak the truth out there. And um, I think that's what's really important is at least at least there are some guys trying to call it out and draw attention to it. The, the problem is, as I said, at the end of the day, is what's really going to happen. A lot of times I hate to say it, but you really see nothing abs. And that's what I'm worried. About. By the way, I just want to say something because I've been getting a lot of this. I don't know if Mario and coach gets us all the time. Guys, you know, so we have Twitter accounts. We have um, TikTok accounts and Instagram and all that stuff. We will never, ever 
ever message you and ask you for money, uh, courses, this, that. Don't If you get anything from a Johnny Crypt or Coach TV or No Defender Abs, we are not doing that. There's so much fraud and bots and fake stuff out there. Like, I get all the time, oh, look, there's a Johnny Crypt. I'm like, holy shit, there's a fake Johnny Crypt account. It's got more followers than me. It's like hilarious. So, guys, please, if you get anything from me or anybody else on this show, we are not doing that. We are not asking you for money. We don't want your money. We just want your love and high frequency and vibrations. That's all we want. So, please, report those things if you see them. And don't send us any money, please. We don't want it. That's not us. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And we got 260 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We are about to roll into the most interesting topic from today because the United States banking giant has started to roll out a digital dollar pilot. But at the exact same time, we had the vice president of the Central Bank of Engagements for Ripple stating that the XRPL was built for central bank digital currencies. So this is another short clip, an episode full of videos today. We're going to let this video play here and go back to the group. Here we go. XRP Ledger is you know, world-leading uh, public blockchain, which is built for payments and issuing currencies. So it's a natural fit for CBCs. We've taken that and basically providing a private version of that for the central banks. Something that's going to be absolutely critical for the success of CBCs you know, and the adoption of them is the relationship between the public sector and the private sector. As I mentioned earlier, you know, we view that the you know, the public sector, the central banks working with the government will be the designers, the rule setters in terms of policy um, and the implementers of the platform for the core capabilities around wholesale and retail CDC, but that the use cases are coming from the, from the private sector. The list just goes on and on and on. There's literally you know, endless potential use cases literally endless potential use cases. And we try to highlight that on this channel every single day. Johnny Crypto, one of the things that gets me very excited but interested about this clip is he said that this all starts in the private sector. And we had a great conversation with King Solomon yesterday talking about how the integration of digital assets, it's not happening in the public. It's happening behind the scenes with these banks. And I think they just hinted at it in this clip. What does it mean to you, those bold statements here, and the fact that the central bank digital currencies were built for the XRPL? I think that, you know, first of all, it's music to my ears to hear him talk about multiple use cases, uh, because to me, that's what's going to drive the ultimate adoption and demand for the technology. So you want to see that happening. And they obviously are working behind the scenes with 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 banks and companies. Right. And it's going to be most likely private led. The best way to get anything done is private led sector. You don't want the government creating anything. Trust me. <laughs> you know, I, you know, hammer costs $25,000 when, when the government creates it, right? We don't want the government making anything. We want the private sector to handle this. And it will be most likely you're going to see all this development through the private sector, working with the governments. And, and that's why I'm excited at because I feel like where we have the chance to get in on the ground floor on stuff that most people don't, don't have an idea what's coming. I mean, look at it. everybody's jumping off the ship like rats, like a sinking ship right now. Like nobody wants to touch crypto. It's like, oh, and, and this is why it's a great time to DCA in so early. And then when you see stuff like this, it's just further validation that these things are coming. And now who's going to win? I don't know. And that's why you want to make sure you got a bunch of horses in the race. 
Totally agree, Johnny. And I think one of the things that's so important to highlight is the amount of banks that were attending this Ripple event this week. We had Bank of America, MasterCard, Amazon Web Services. We had JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs executives there. There were members of the World Economic Forum, and they're all focused on the evolution of the banking system. And who's hosting the event, Johnny Crypto? Ripple is hosting the event. So Mario, with that being said, I'd love to go back to you. This seems like one of those times People always say billionaires are built in a bear market. We have the evidence here. The building is happening and retail, well, they're more scared than ever. Yeah. And and I can't help us, but, but think that like, what an opportunity this is. Like what an opportunity to be able to invest in in Ripple, you know, whether you're you're buying the shares or, or even XRP. If we know that XRP Ledger is going to be the, the foundation for this for this going forward, it's just I don't think people realize it. And, and the fact that uh, Ripple is currently under fire by the SEC really means nothing. When you look at all the stuff that they're building and, and when you look at those names right there, it's just it's it gets me really excited. Um, I can't help but think that this is another Amazon type of event where Amazon gets sued and then they go on to be like what they are today. And, you know, Ripple's getting sued and then they're going to go to be what they're going to be for the future and what they're going to create for financial systems, whether that be the banking or the CBDCs. I mean, just so happy that we're, we're, we're here we know about this and we're, we have the ability to just invest in this. It's just, yeah. So Johnny Crypto, while Ripple was making groundbreaking news about central bank digital currencies over in Europe yesterday, we got even more big news coming out of America as the United States giant starts working on the digital dollar project. We've been trying to update our listeners on this for the past couple of months. This is one of the largest developments to date. Citigroup, Wells Fargo, and other financial institutions are kicking off a new digital dollar pilot with the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. The purpose of this pilot, which will last for a total of 12 weeks, is to determine how a digital dollar token could increase the speed of payments. Anybody who knows about the remittance industry right now knows that you can be charged up to 17% to send your money. A central bank digital currency could be a solution to this problem. In mid-September, the U.S. Treasury Department recommended exploring the creation of a central bank digital currency, and the Biden administration is convinced that the digital dollar would help the U.S. remain a leader of the global financial markets. Johnny, they seem to be acknowledging the same thing that Ripple is. CBDCs are a solution to the infinite printing of fiat. What does that mean to you, my friend? Oh, my God. That's a shocker. Holy cow. Did you guys know that? Can you actually believe that cryptocurrency is bad and CBDCs are good? Holy crap. I can't believe I'm hearing them say that. I wonder where I heard that before. Yeah, there's no question, Abs, that, you know, the reality is um, that we know this is coming. There's this really, yeah, exactly. Mental X, right? It's, it's probably already done and in the process, right? Is that's how these things work. When you're hearing about the news, it's already too late, right? So these things don't get developed overnight. These things take years. Year, look how long it's taking us to develop Merlin. It takes years. It takes time to develop stuff and get it working and debug it and get in this. And now you're talking the banking system. That's completely, you want to talk about complexity beyond really. The problem here, Abs, that I see, but I think I, I, think I know how they're going to solve it, is you're going from, you said it in this article, and you actually said it a couple of weeks ago, 17 to 18%. That's what these banks make on a transaction, right? You think they want to lose 17, 18%? What'd you say they're going to make on this thing? One Dude, uh, listen to this stat, Johnny Crypto. You're going to love this. I'm kicking it right back to you. Ripple posted an article yesterday talking about how on-demand liquidity is only growing. And they stated that in a growing world of economic borderless society, it's estimated that $156 trillion worth of cross-border payments will flow in 2022 alone. That's today. That's not in the future. That is right now. So when you talk about why JP Morgan's so adverse to a lot of this technology, 
$156 trillion is going to be leaving their pockets. Yeah, it takes 17. No, it won't be leaving their pockets, but the fees, the 17% of that 126 is going to be leaving their pocket. And so this is the thing. This ain't going to happen until they figure out how to keep some of that portion of that money. And it's going to be in a combination of two things. One, it's going to be they'll, 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 um, they'll find a way to put some kind of fee. Because let's say the fee costs like $0.08. Cents. They're not going to charge $0.08. Cents. That'll be their cost. They'll still charge us a transaction fee, not 17%, maybe something like 7 8%, 9%. And then the other 7 8%, 9% is probably going to come through cost reductions and savings and inefficiencies in the system. Remember, to do this right now, it takes like seven days. For my money to get to Italy, it takes like seven days, right? And there's a lot of costs that are included by the time it gets there for all that to happen. All those costs are removed from the system, so I'm saving money. So as long as they figure out a way where the cost reduction plus the fee they charge can keep their 18%, then you'll have a system that works. To me, that's how it's going to happen. And what's really interesting here is this statistic, Mario. I got to kick it to you because I'm actually getting a phone call. Check out that stat on the screen while I answer this phone. I'm going to come right back to our listeners. Oh, does he want me to read it? Okay, so it says on average, the fee for consumers to send money is about 7% or $14 for every 200. That's going to be improved with Ripple's product, making it almost $0. I found that to be very interesting. Hey, Abs, is that Coach JV calling you from the... uh... (laughs) I wish, wish, guys. Sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, Johnny, what Johnny said was spot on. And the way he explained it, like they can go from a 17% charge down to eight because of, of, uh, and they could still be making the same amount of money because of, of how much they've uh, been able to reduce. But yeah, the XRP ledger, no doubt, like Ripple's technology along with the XRP ledger can no doubt help the banks and, and, uh, and uh, it can be a plus like to get money sent overseas it's it's huge. So I don't know if you're back yet, but uh, Johnny, do you have any comments? Well, if he's not <laughs> back, this might be the greatest way to track your crypto. We might have to give him some time. You know what, man? <laughs> let that ad roll for me, bro. There we go. We're going to let Love that you ad guys. roll. Thank you so much. We're going to let that ad roll. We're going to let the man talk to the president. <clears throat> have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and totals since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly... Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com. That's MerlinCrypto.com and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Thank you so much, Johnny K. We are back in live for you guys. And we've got a pretty groundbreaking video here, my friends. Johnny, I'm going to show you a quick video of a guy who seems to be salsa dancing and having the time of his life. Look at these dance moves here for our listeners. Can anybody guess who this beautiful dancer is here? That would be the one and only Gary Gensler, my friends, having the time of his life on the salsa floor, really impressed with his dancers. But Johnny, you know what this shows me? After all the allegations, this man seems to be human after all. So I guess it is what it is. What do you think about Gary Gensler's salsa dancing here? 
I think that I wonder if he was celebrating when Fraudman's when Fraudman's whole thing went down. Maybe that's what it was. You know, maybe he was all happy and excited that he single handedly let the let let Fraudman take down the market. He was having a nice little dance there with his wife or what. I have no idea what the hell is going. On. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But here's another interesting update here. I'll from tell you what, though, I will give him this. Wait, go back to that. I'll give Gary credit, man. The boy got some moves. He definitely got the moves. He was chill. He got the moves. No question about 100%, that. Hundred percent, Johnny Crypto. I should be taking some salsa lessons from Gary Gensler. But we got a really cool, interesting update. <laughs> Sam Bankman freed yesterday, as Sam is rumored to be under. I, I believe they said that he was arrested or at least being watched by authorities in the Bahamas. Apparently not so. As Sam Bankman freed was spotted earlier yesterday in what appears to be a grocery store in the Bahamas. He had no security or law enforcement around. And I found this to be really interesting because it appears he has no shame about the money he's stolen. So what do you think about this update, Johnny K? It's interesting that he's walking around with no security, but um, I thought they said that they were watching him. I thought the authorities had insisted they arrested him. Yeah. Stop. This, nothing's going to happen to this guy. Are you kidding me? How many times do I got to say, look at him. He's walking to the store. This guy just took six, how many billions of dollars from people? And he's walking to the store free. No problem. Yeah, there's nothing's gonna happen to this guy. He's got, uh, he's got, you know, they made a movie. Steven Seagal was in it. It's called Above the Law, baby. And I'm guessing until he gets thrown in 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 jail, you know, you almost have to put him in that category. He, like, he don't look like he got a worry. Does he look like? Does that look like a guy that has a worry in the world? You want to hear the funniest part about this whole story, Johnny Crypto? He's wearing an FTX shirt in the grocery store. <laughs> no, I keep saying it, but nah, no, that can't up. be real. I swear, I swear, it's real. Is and, and look. Look who he's texting. We got we got breaking news. Look below. Guess who he's texting right there? <laughs> Unbelievable. You can't make this stuff up, man. This is unbelievable. But just imagine the target that he is. Imagine the amount of people that lost money that are willing to commit, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. They're I know, but not, not in the Bahamas. Stupid. But he's in the Bahamas. Yeah, but you don't think there's investors in the Bahamas or somebody that's willing to go to the Bahamas and hunt this guy down? And you think those guys lost money? Billions of dollars. I'm sure there's people that had thousands hundreds thousands maybe even millions on the on the platform and i don't know bahamas? i'm sure those no. guys all made money that's why he's there yeah, but they would travel to the bahamas oh that's a different story <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's, that's what i'm saying it doesn't no, seem... don't, hey, Jerry, don't encourage anything all right? <laughs> no i'm not saying you should do that <laughs> awesome guys and i'm sorry i just had a little bit of an emergency so we're gonna have to end this show pretty quickly today i gotta close it off by saying thank you to each one of our special guests thank you to johnny crypto thank you to mario and thank you to jackie although she appeared for about five seconds we got 261 live listeners i do apologize for this emergency exit unprecedented circumstances thank you for being here we're gonna close it off the same way we always do warriors rise get your shit together baby thank you for joining us let's go